Welcome, my lovelies. Welcome to yet another... Uh, am I loud in the mic there? I think I've got my... I'm uh, making my ears bleed. Um, welcome to another Naked Football show in the show tonight. On the show tonight, even, is uh, Mr Ian McIntyre, who, I must say, hasn't been on for a while. And uh, I easily forget people, but I bumped into him at, at Cheltenham, didn't I, Ian? So that's why I've remembered to bring you back in. How are you? I am good, thanks. You? Yeah, fine, fine, yes, considering... Um, We've just been talking about politics, haven't we? We have. So apart from the politics, it's um, and the and the the, the looming um, fear of COVID and all the rest. But uh, other than that, yeah. What have you made of the football so far? Um, I've, I've quite enjoyed it actually. It's, I think most quite, people have said the same. It's, it's been good to go watch a match and actually be entertained because it had been pretty dreadful, hadn't it? With Lambert, yeah, and, yeah. yeah. Even going back to McCarthy, so yeah, going forward quite good. It's just just seem to make a silly mistake or two every game and costs us the points. And missing penalties, of course, things like that. Yeah, that doesn't help. And what do you? I mean, what are your thoughts going forwards? Do you think um, this is a winnable position to be in, like third, fourth from bottom, or whatever we are? I, I mean, I, st- yeah, I mean, Blackpool did it, didn't they last year? There's a lot of games left. Yeah. I, I remember back in the 90s we lost at home to Stockport. We were way down at the bottom of the league under Burley. Brought David Johnson and we flew up and hmm. weren't far off getting automatic hmm. in the end. But uh, got the playoffs and then lost, of course. But yeah, I think I think we can turn it around. He, he seems to have addressed a couple of the issues with the players he signed, bringing in another goalkeeper. Plagki, unfortunately, hasn't. Great. No, I just wondered if he's sort of the occasion's a bit big for him. You know, he's sort of come from lower league and then he's then sort of in front of twenty odd thousand people all of a sudden, and, and it is quite unnerving for a goalkeeper. But he's come with a good reputation, and mm. he's probably thinking, "I've got to live up to this." And of course, he hasn't yet. But I don't think he's a bad goalkeeper. I think he's probably better than we think. And give him credit for. He was. I mean, he was being tipped as moving into a championship club, so. Yeah, exactly. Company yeah. the best goalkeeper in League Two last year, yeah. so I don't think we've seen the real him. Do you think we might have seen the end of Holy? Barring injuries, yes. Yeah. I guess Hladke will play in the Papa John's Trophy, and, and then Walton, Walton will Walton. play the rest. What do you make of Walton? Because I don't know anything about him. But then I'm so biased, I don't know anything about anyone else. <laughs> no, I don't know a great deal. I, although I know he played every game for Blackburn last year, so I guess he's got to be decent. Yeah. To, play the full season for a championship club and Cook's had him before and won promotion at Wigan so we'll see hopefully he'll be the steady goalkeeper we need well yeah we do certainly need one um, there's a few little questions I had here from people mainly people I've bumped into in the pub and things <laughs> but we'll let we go into tweets and things first get them out of the way just in case we don't um, this is in the order they came from Tim Tim Pashley, hello Tim. Good evening, gents. This evening's headline has it has the international break allowed Cook to blend his ingredients correctly. We know what you mean there. Gel your ingredients. Not the gel word. Yes, the <coughs> gel word. What do you think? Do you think that's a good thing? And will he have done it? Uh, well, it's two weeks on the training pitch. I don't think that. I don't think we had any players away, so hopefully he'll have been able to. Get them organised and work out systems and hopefully we should see an improvement on Saturday. Well, you'd hope so, wouldn't you? You would hope so. But, uh, I mean, at least he has that excuse. He has, like, 
bought almost two teams, hasn't he? I mean, if you look, I just did try to find it before the show. Someone um, put out the two teams, or you know, the, what you would imagine first choice. For instance, first choice striker and then second choice striker, and then same with the midfield. Although I think with with strikers, we've got about eight choices. I mean, poor old Norwood's just been completely forgotten. And I like Norwood. I, I still think <clears throat> yeah. he's worth a place in the side. Uh, yeah, he's a, he, he's hard working and he's a good finisher when he when he gets in there. Yeah. Um, it's just the off the field stuff, really, with Norwood and keep yeah, getting injured. It, it, yeah, I think, but the off the field stuff. I mean, you know. I'm sure he's water off the ducks back to him. He, he doesn't take it too seriously. He's done it when he was at uh, where was he? Tranmere, yeah. wasn't he? So uh, yeah, I wouldn't take any notice of that. People take things like that so seriously, don't they? They see. Yeah, they do. I just saw a tweet this <clears throat> afternoon when Marcus Redford said something about the what we've been talking about before the show, mm. uh, complaining, and someone said, "Well, you know, you earn millions every year, and you've never." And you think, well, actually, yes, he does. He he's sort of brought up by his immigrant mother wasn't he who's really really struggled yeah you know and he's had to obviously he's got talent but he's nevertheless had to work hard to get where he has and uh, he knows what it's like to be a kid struggling doesn't he so he needless does. to say that guy who tweeted got grief well twitter's like that isn't it, it? Is, it's isn't it? just um there's always someone on there who will slate anything you put. yeah yeah, including me. If it's the <laughs> not allowed, to, we're not allowed to do that on this show. This uh, is nuts. Interesting to hear from Mr. Ashton that the club were approached about a TV docu series. Do you think it would have been the kiss of death? I think Netflix. <laughs> now, see what you did there. Netflix were offering the best terms. Uh, maybe next year. Yeah. Did you did you watch that uh, or listen to it? The King of Ang- Kings of Anglia podcast. No, I didn't have that one. I missed that one. Well, you should catch up with it. I know there's a lot of them nowadays, podcasts, including this one. So, um, But that was really good. Really good to listen to him. I mean, I, I'm sure Bristol fans won't agree with anything he says because they didn't seem to take too kindly towards him at the end and we don't really know what he's like, but he's saying all the right things. And he was talking about, um, just to fill you in, that they were approached about a docu series, you know, like the Spurs one and the right. Sunderland one and the Palace. They've all had them, haven't they? So that would have been quite interesting. But uh, he he spurned them, right. apparently. Do you think would it have been a good idea? It would have been interesting, but whether it would have been a good idea for the club or not, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I think the thing with Ashton and Bristol City fans, it's probably just that same little vocal minority who don't like him at Bristol. Yeah. And most of them aren't saying anything. So it just looks like it. He was more disliked than he probably was. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? It's uh, well, we'll find out in the fullness of time. Alistair Ratway, which player is most likely to have requested Ed Sheeran at his wedding? Oh yes, because one of them did, didn't they? We don't know who it was. Wanted Ed to come to his wedding, and he said he would. I think. And right. if Ed gets to the part of the to be part of the team photo, what odds on the entire ITFC squad appearing on stage at one of his shows? Love the show, etc. Thank you, Alistair. What do you think? Which player is... Oh, I have no idea which of the players no. are getting married. No. no well, um, he hasn't said. He, but they, they don't say, so uh, we don't know. But, um, yeah, I mean, if he's going to get the hold of the team on, on uh, at one of his gigs, then there's presume he's going to have to be a gig at Portman Road. Yes, otherwise everyone will be going, who are they? Yeah, where, where, <laughs> where have they come from and why are they here? Yes, exactly. I'm half expecting to wander into the fan zone one, one match this season He'll be standing on the stage doing a, doing his bit. Oh, he's he's kind of bound to do something, isn't he? When he's because he does still go to games when he's not touring and stuff. So he's 
And as he's in the squad, will he actually sort of be on the bench for one of the Papa John's games or something crazy and come on in the last two minutes or something? Well, exactly. Yeah, I mean... Although, don't we have to name our squads uh, in advance? We do, but I don't know whether that extends to the trophy or whether that's just for the league. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he might, might be able to. I'm wondering if he's going to turn up as um, bluey or, or um, crazy. Just yes. suddenly unmask his, his, hat, hat, his long nose off. Uh, from Izzy this came in last week and she said don't read it out till this week so with the lack of game to discuss what about discussing the squad in different areas of the field for example the midfield seems to be the area that has been left most unbalanced with eight players going and she lists them Teddy Bishop Slowball who is listening live I must say apparently Slowball hello Slowball Teddy Bishop was Slowball's favourite player Flynn Downs, Andre Dizel, Liam Gibbs, Emir Hughes, Brett McGavin, Tristan Nydam and Cole Skews, but only four coming in, Tom Carroll, Lee Evans, Rakeem Harper and Sam Morsey. Plus some of those who went, Bishop, Downs and Dizel, were regarded by many as the jewels in the ITF FC crown. Will we be left ruling, sorry, that's my eyes, ruining that imbalance and the lack of depth? I think that... It's a slightly different formation this year, isn't it? So, mm. in Cook's system, I guess you'd have Bishop and a few of the others would be in that three further forward. Exactly. Whereas now he's just playing those two sittings. You've got four players for two positions. Plus, there's still John Nolan kicking about, and there's true, the young, yeah. there's the youngster who played in the League Cup, Cameron Humphreys, was it? Yeah, something like who that. looked pretty good, and and El Mazzuni, So. I think we're all right in there. I think the only problem is that probably Morsey's the only real destroyer. Mm. And of course, <clears> I, <throat> I, I imagine you, she, she did, Lizzie, Lizzie, Izzy didn't mention um, Selena, of course, who was obviously would be regarded as a midfield player, a wide one, of course, but yeah. that's another one. So he's one of those. I can see where you're coming from, actually, Izzy, but um, yeah, maybe you could argue we're weaker in the middle, but stronger on the. On the wings, yeah, we've got a lot of options up up the front. But uh, as you said, or as you said in the green room beforehand, over those four vodkas, that uh, it's certainly been better to watch, despite the crazy mistakes we're making and the missing penalties. Yeah, but there's there's much more of a buzz about the place. Um, and quickly, do you think we'll ever see Thomas Holy between the sticks for town? I think you've covered that one, haven't you? Um, probably in the Papa John's, but oh no, probably not even the net. Probably going to be Hagkey in the Papa John's. Yeah. Um, so it just depends if someone gets injured or suspended. You never know. Third choice keepers can suddenly have to step up, can't they, Graham? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It wasn't me, by the way. Um, can um, can you have emergency loans of, of keepers as well? I believe if someone's injured and it's outside the window, can you not loan a keeper? I think Which you case... probably can. Plus, you can also pick up free agents outside, yeah. outside the window. So, yeah, so they could easily... Thingy. And talking of um, flag row, someone said mention that because in the North Stand last home game, don't know if you noticed, where do you sit? Um, I've been up in the, the top tier of the North Stand because I've been taking my daughter with me. So. Oh, okay. Well, um, it was my mate who coined the, coined the term flag row. <laughs> it was, you know, where um, part of section, five, section six have now moved down further towards slightly nearer the middle. Mm. It's actually, I think it's a good thing. It's creating a much better atmosphere and stop the two ends of the stand singing completely different songs. But um, 
they've got these massive great flags which I think is, is really good but quite a few people can't see anything when they're waving them and uh, there was a bit of as, as my mate called it flag row the other week and uh, I saw a guy in the pub a couple of days ago and he said uh, you didn't mention the flag row so I'm mentioning it this week you didn't see it did you? I didn't see it no because it's People were getting quite stroppy. Um, in a way, I can understand. I'm, I'm behind all the flags, but I'm higher up, so I can see over the top. So it's not so bad. But uh, um, I understand people near it, right behind them, couldn't see anything. So I think it's just a matter of being sensible, isn't it? You wave your flags when the ball's dead and there's corners coming up and yeah. things like that, and then not when the game's on. I'm guessing that's the only way through the flag row. Yes, just a bit of common sense. Um, I was going to talk about the, Dob, the, the Bolton game, but I'm not. Dobra playing for Colchester. What do you make of that? Did you, apparently play quite well. Yeah, I like it. But, but are you a Dobra in, uh, as in um, keep him here? Yes, I'd, I like yeah, Dobra. Lot, yeah. I, think he, I think he's a good bench option. To yeah, there, there you go, Izzy. That, was a, that would have been another player we the, could have kept. For the last 20 minutes or so, he's, he's got something a little bit different. But he has. I'm guessing... I guess it, with Edwards and... Selena, we've got a couple of similar yeah. players now, so that might be why he's been sent out to get the experience. That's the thing, isn't it? He'll, he'll get probably he'll get game full games, you know, um, at Colston and not not just uh, coming on as a sub. I was going to talk about. I'm going to go to another email in a minute, but uh, actually, I'll do that first because otherwise, if we run out of time, I'll have run out of emails. So, um, where do I find my emails? This must be slower ball. Slower ball. Hello, slower ball. This is slower ball listening. Slower ball, if you want to email in, you can studio at icrfm.com if you want to quickly get one in now. Um, right, good evening, Blackers. Good evening, Mackers. Love the show. Well done, Macaulay Bond, deservedly named Player of the Month for August. With this fabulous weather and cricket thankfully still ongoing, at least it feels like the football season's premature appearance and our disappointing start to it isn't quite so awful. We all recognise the club's much-needed transformation, but what are the panel's thoughts on Cook having to crowbar all these great players, in quotes, uh, into a balanced 11? Can he keep all these superstars happy? He needs to find the right combination quickly. Um, I'll stop there. Um, Someone actually said the same last week. Someone tweeted in about that. It's all right, start of the season, everyone's enthusiastic, but uh, if you're left out of the team week after week because the team's doing well, what do you think? Could it be unsettling? Uh, obviously, it depends on the player's character. I mm. mean, I think if they if they feel that they're part of something, a lot of them will be getting on the bench most weeks. Yeah. If they're not in the team, if they feel well, they're yeah, part of something and they're winning the and there's a bit of momentum. Yeah. Um, maybe it might be important to have a little bit of a run in the Papa John's Trophy just so that these players are getting well. There is getting that games and there is that. Yeah, and um, they're they're sort of match fit. Do you go to Papa John's? I am going next week because um, I looked at the squad and I thought there's a chance we might be half a decent team out. So, well, yeah, even if you feel what what would be see. called the reserves, yeah, I mean it's West Ham, isn't it? It's West Ham, yeah. West Ham under twenty threes. Hey ho! Anyway, he goes on. Chapeau to David Norris, who last night, now playing for Lancaster FC, Lancaster City FC, reached seven hundred career appearances when in the fine city of Lancaster, maybe for Morecambe away and you need a libation, try the ye old John O'Gaunt on Market Street. You won't be disappointed. Um, I think I might have been there. I'm not sure there's lots of 
pubs with that sort of name. Morecambe Way, which has now been moved. No, it's not Morecambe Way, is it? No, no, it's Wickham, Wickham Way. Has now been moved to early November fourth, is it? Something like that. Just for those listening that didn't know. Morecambe Way is in the new year sometimes. Yeah. So Wickham Way, I was I was hoping it'd be moved, and uh, and it is. So it's a drizzly Tuesday night in Wickham to look forward to. Are you going to that, uh, Ian boy? Ian will go. I, I, I think. Uh, oh, it's the other possi- Ian I'm talking to. Possi- Sorry. Possibly unlikely, but. Uh, I think Wickham may live to regret postponing that match. Well, you hope so. You hope so. Uh, keep smiling. God bless David Norris, of course. See you above. Thank you for that slow ball. Oh, well, yeah. Hashtag LT set. I know what you mean. Thank you, mate. Um, Bolton coming up. I watched them play Burton the other night at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, they finished with 74% of his possession. Nice. They had a good goal disallowed, but there's no VAR to correct it. And... Um, they had a blatant penalty, which they should have had, which the referee decided not to give in the very last minute of injury time. Barry Knight? <laughs> yeah, we wasn't, but uh, someone did tweet a picture of Barry Knight. Uh, I wasn't too upset with that, but they actually looked really good. And they're doing reasonably well, aren't they? They have started reasonably well, although I think they lost to Cam- 1-0 to Cambridge, didn't they, last week? Um, which was their first defeat. Oh, was it? So... Well, that's good because they have the defeat and now a draw which they should have won that's quite good so hopefully they'll be demoralised enough they haven't scored for the last two games so we all know now what's going to happen yeah well they battered, they battered um, I think it was Morecambe wasn't it yeah they battered Morecambe but in fairness to Morecambe you know some of these sides are hard to beat aren't they oh big, they are They're... big burly hairy defenders yeah they're just, just if you've got ten fit organised blokes they can make it difficult to play against for yeah. almost anyone you've got to be Man City or someone to be cutting through them at will. But yeah, absolutely. I think we'll, we'll be better off with a team who's coming to coming to play. Really. Yeah. Got the pace to hurt teams on the counter attack and and getting behind them with Selena and Edwards. So yeah, if Bolton I mean, actually come and have a go, I think it might suit us more than if they came and sat back. Well, I think they probably will. They play. They look <coughs> quite good. To be fair, they played with wide players a bit like us, and uh, you know, as I said, they caused a lot of trouble, but. Uh, were quite unlucky. <laughs> Never mind. That always was a bit of a grudge match, wasn't it? Bolton. Well, it always is now, isn't it? From from that day, and there's still Bolton fans complaining about the decisions. I've watched that game so many times now, like you do, and I yeah. can't see any decision which they had any right to complain about. No, I, I don't really, because I think both of the sendings off were two yellows. Yeah, I clearly remember Whitlow was shown yellow, then red after rugby tackling yeah. Marcus Stewart. But yeah, clear red card and. And the, the penalty with Johnson, he was picked up and thrown on the floor, wasn't he, yeah. basically? I mean, the, the iffiest penalty was the second one, which was the one we missed anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, if if, if Bolton had actually come that night to play football, such was their side, they would have been a real threat. But they just yeah. seemed intent on kicking us in the air. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think we won that game in the first leg, really, didn't we? The, those two absolutely sublime Marcus Stewart goals oh yes I think the best two goals I've seen in one game certainly by an Ipswich player you know, so, because they were so different weren't they uh, just just the way Hugo goes around the goalkeeper twice yeah yeah and then yeah and then the first one which was that volley just as it bounced in front of him oh blimey what a player what a player uh, the nearest, almost the nearest goal to that one is Macaulay Bon against MK Dons yeah, yeah, where he took the ball yeah, on his on his thigh and then just bashed it yeah. into the top corner. I think he scored a good one at um, you were there, weren't you, at Cheltenham? Um, 
What's his oh, name? That was Pe- Penny scored the goal. Penny didn't scored it? there. Bond, was... Bond missed the sitter. Yeah. Oh dear. Well, it's I the... think we've had we've had chat about this. I think if you look closely, I think everyone says well he should have just headed it because it looked so easy. But it, I think the ball slightly spanned backwards, didn't it? Yeah, and it did. The ball to, didn't bounce as it as it expect. Should, uh... If it had bounced on, it would have just got. I think it had gone in. Yeah. Or he just nodded. He wouldn't it have in. had to touch it. I don't no, think. But no. It just sort of sat up at him. Yeah, all the bad luck. We just hope all the bad luck and the and the crappy football we've been playing is, or the crappy mistakes we've been making. Just hope it's all over mm. um, at the start of the season. Just disappointing that Morsey can't play for three games. But um, I know well, you might see him in the Papa John's. Oh, he's allowed to play in that, isn't he? He can. Yeah, yeah I be, suspect uh, that he would be sensible to play him. Yeah, he'll get injured, won't he? For the yeah, rest probably. But that that'll probably add a couple of gra- a couple of thousand on the gate. Yeah, yeah. Just seeing him. Get up to three thousand. Yeah, yeah. Um, thingy, you're starting. Um, what's it good? I was going to say things that annoy you because we're going to ask about things that annoyed him in a minute. Um, never lost at home. Wolsey, you going to go? Because it's about the UEFA Cup. We were talking about this off air. Yeah, well, I in the green room. I'll have a look and see if I can get there. Yeah. Did you go to the first one? The, I didn't uh, see that one. No. That was so. Good. I think that the, the thing that made it for most people was um, the guy who played Bobby Robson. I mean, apart from the fact he's a Geordie, comes from almost the same part mm. of well, almost the same town. I think he lives very close. Um, but with a wig and that lean of Robson, he just just stepped on the stage, and I thought, God, that's scary. That's almost scary how good he was. But, mm. uh, so that's why I think it'd be worth it just to see him in action again. Because yeah. And I think they're going to feature the players again like they did last time. So, uh, you know, have the players there for, or a couple of players there every night, which would be good. Um, and then I'm hoping if I was director, I'd have a little one of the youngsters at the very end of the show come crawling onto the stage, kneel down in front of the darkened auditorium, and then a little spotlight hits him and he sobs and says, We should have won the league. <laughs> that, that would have been played by me. <clears throat> yes. <laughs> Things that annoy you, Ian. Quickly about football. Oh, wow. That's what we were talking about. Well, we were we were talking about defenders diving. Yes. Where because um, we're used to it out. Of we play. actually started talking about the Tour de France and the tours, didn't we? That, and how you can uh, cyclists can come off their bike uh, going down a hill at about sixty odd miles an hour, um, shredding every ounce of skin off their body, and then they're hot back on the bike. Whereas um, someone like Grealish will find a puff of wind and he'll go over good player though he is I hasten to wear but yeah. then you t- you highlighted defenders and yeah, I think I know what you mean I just kind of noticed it this season it's, it's all of a sudden than... where they're shepherding the ball out and the striker comes up behind them yeah. and the defender goes down and the referee just gives a free kick a free kick, kick straight away and it is just a dive and that happened last week didn't it or the yeah, week before against, yeah in front of the North Stand it was just you know, no one touched him. You think linesmen would be able to see that? And still, anyway. But linesmen don't seem to make a decision at all. They don't until they make an absolutely absurd one. Yeah, or, or else they'll just agree with the ref, won't they? <laughs> if they have to. Uh, the offside thing is just baffling. Yeah. To me now, where they don't flag for so long. Oh yeah. And you're thinking, well, they must be offside, but yeah. I mean, the thing is that it's it's done for VAR, isn't it? So if they don't flag and he if they flagged and he wasn't offside, then it would look stupid. So they have to let the ball go dead or whatever. Mm. But that doesn't apply in our division. Yet they no, still got... do it. There's no VAR, is there? No. Um, I, so. I mean, I'd quite like to see him just sort of put the flag up vertically, sort of put their arm up vertically. The flag if a player's offside. 
So that he's then got an opportunity to run back onside, and then it's not an offence. And then if he touches the ball, then it's the offence. Oh, God, you're making things even more complicated. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, quick uh, prediction. We've got two games coming up. If you if you really want to bother about the Papa John's, I'm not worried, but uh, Bolton at home. I think we're finally going to win. Two now. You know, I've said that for the last few two weeks, now. though. Well, someone will get it right eventually. Yeah. Two nil. Okay. Two nil. I'll hold you to that. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening. Till next week. Um, Ian has been Ian McIntyre. I've been Graham Blackburn. And Slower Ball has been listening live. So thank you, Slower Ball. Till next week. Have a good one, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.